Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey there, Fangirl Nation. You are listening to Fangirl Sports Network's Get My Job podcast on Believe. I am your host, Tracy Sandler, and I am so excited to be joined today by sports performance coach, Ursula Heiner. Ursula talks about moving from Italy to the United States to pursue her dream and the challenges along the way. She talks about confidence, earning the respect of her NBA and NFL clients, her energy, and so much more. It's a really great episode, so subscribe, rate, review, and enjoy. Ursula, thank you so much for joining me today for Get My Job. I am so happy to have you on the podcast. It's a pleasure for me. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. So let's jump right in and get started. And if you can share with us how you got started in this industry, I know that you are originally from Italy, but if you could share with our listeners just how it all began. Yes, sure. I'm from Italy, uh, Naples, and I've been an athlete for all my life. Uh, I was a horseback riding show jumper athlete since I was four. And from there, uh, my passion for winning and love love for sports was born. So I decided to study sport performance and um, I graduated in uh, exercise science. Mm-hmm. As soon um, I graduated, I started working uh, in a multinational fitness facility in Naples. Okay. And it was my first working experience. And I remember during the, the year that I was working, um, I read a book that has been a game changer for me. The name is Advanced uh, for Functional Training from Mike Boyle and from there my vision about training start changing. So I realized that I wanted to work in the sport performance industry and not anymore in the fitness. Mm-hmm. So uh, I decided for the first time to step out of my comfort zone. And so I basically fired myself <laughs> after a year. <laughs> and uh, I started searching the closest and best sport facility nearby and I started the day the day after I uh, I was hired um I did first an internship and then I was hired in a sport facility uh called lab of training and there were I had was this in Naples Italy yeah it was in Naples and that's been my first approach to athletes so I were I started working and I had a huge experience with youth with few athletes of all sports and then uh following the process i started working with uh pro athletes uh of many sports so i work with fencing athletes soccer tennis rugby horseback riding bet online remains your number one source for all your college basketball betting this season get analysis of every play prop and point at bet online You'll find the latest odds, bracket contests, team matchups, and game trends at Bet Online. Updated odds for everything from live games, the conference championships, right through to the final four in the championship game. Bet Online is your college basketball headquarters this season. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Be sure to use your promo code BELIEVE, B L E A V, to receive your bonus betonline.ag where the game starts and has been a great experience um i worked there for two years 
And uh, I've been always um, studying from uh, American coaches. So uh, I love the American culture that, uh, of sports. And so I, my goal, my vision was always, uh, I want to get there. I want to train really pro athletes and I love American football. I love basketball. And I was reading all these American books and say, I want to get there. So for the second time, I decided to step out of my comfort zone. And so I fired myself again <laughs> for the second time. Firing yourself thing seems to be a thing. <laughs> yes. Uh, and so I applied for an internship in Boston. And mm -hmm. basically after a month, I got a flight and flew out in Boston. I arrived at the airport, but the home security uh, blocked me because I had, there were problems on my visa. So I was on the wrong on visa. And so I've been detained uh, at the airport for 24 hours. Oh it was hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's been hard. It's been hard. Um, because I didn't have my phone, my parents didn't knew nothing, and I was scared. So I've been detained 24 hours, and then I flew back home. So I never reached the States. Oh yeah. And how long ago was this, Ursula? When was this? Uh, this one was last January. Okay. Yeah, one year ago last January um, and so I flew back home and it was not easy because okay my dream is over what are I gonna do I had a red flag on my passport they told me that I cannot be back in the States uh, for documents issues but I didn't give up uh, I remember when I stepped out of the airport my father told me believe 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 even when you don't believe and so the day after I start training again and I reached uh, a sport facility, a sport facility um, in Texas. It's called Sports Academy. Mm -hmm. um, I reached them and here the co-founder, Nate Borunda, and the facility manager, Marshall Bennett, they helped me so much with documents and they made it happen. They bought me in the States last May. Mm. So I started an internship at the Sports Academy in Frisco. And um, here I had the chance to work with Brian McCall. He's uh, the sport performance director of the Sports Academy. And I started training uh, NFL athletes, NBA, and MLB athletes. Uh, it's been a great experience. Um, a lot of team building where I, I gain a lot of knowledge and confidence in myself. Um, I remember, especially the first times I was leading the NFL group, it was very challenging from a female coach. You know, I was the only female on the field, but mm -hmm. Brian McCall, as a great mentor, he did a great job. Um, always, he always told me, be you because you is more than enough. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> after three months, my visa expired. So I flew back to Italy again. Wow. Yes, I flew back to Italy and I reached all lawyers and they always, all of them told me you cannot be back before two years in the States. When basically the sports academy wanted to keep me and mm -hmm. keep going, keep working with the athletes. So the funniest thing is that I was in Italy and one morning, 
I was getting coffee before my workout in a uh, in a bar. So I was back in Italy, in Naples, in my city, and in a coffee shop. And they told me, "You're always smiling. Why you're crying?" And I say, "Well." I cannot go back to the States before two years. And in that coffee shop, I met a lawyer, an international lawyer that he had connection with Miami. And after several conversations, he told me, I will bring you in American in January. And he did it. He figured out the process of documents. Uh, It was very, very hard, Uh, but he did it. And so... This January, I came back in the States, and uh, now I'm part of uh, the team, so I'm part of the staff, and uh, a sports academy, so I'm Frisco again, and uh, I worked this January. I had the chance to be a part of the process for the Combine, where we had, um, where we had two first-round picks this year, and here I am. So <laughs> I'm actually here. I'm running actually the NFL offseason program and the NBA pre-draft program. So, wow. yeah. So I made it and I'm glad to be here now. So you're running both of those programs. Yeah, I'm running both of these programs. That's amazing. That yeah. is absolutely amazing. So I want to go back a little bit because you've been through a lot to, to get to where you are, which is incredible. And I love that you said, you know, what your dad said to you and what your, your mentor, Brian has said to you, but for yourself, how do you think kind of your background as an athlete and all of that was able to propel you to keep going? Cause it's not so easy. And there definitely are a lot of people that understandably would have said, you know what, this, this just isn't going to happen has been always my my strength and uh, there are a lot of times that I was saying I will never make it I will never make it but the the willpower and my consistency and keep working every day brought me where I'm now here so when your when your coach said when uh, Brian I believe you said was his name yeah. your mentor, yeah. he said you know be you because you is more than enough I want to talk about that because one of the things we do on this podcast is we highlight women in the industry mm-hmm. and obviously the sports industry is very male dominated but more and more women are coming up in so many positions which is just incredible so you talked a little bit about that how you were the only woman female coach out there and that was different. And I love that idea of being you because you is more than enough. And do you feel like, you know what, your work spoke for itself? And did you quickly feel like I don't, I don't need to feel uncomfortable because I should be here? Yeah, so one, uh, I think that the missteps of females in sports uh-huh. uh, is like they don't they don't believe in themselves. And many times it was challenging even for me. Uh, but we as a females, we can be leaders. We can. Many, many females, they just don't believe mm-hmm. their lack of confidence. So uh, in this BMEG, they, Brian McCall did a great job saying, be you because it's more than enough. So um, even sometimes female coaches, even me in person, I've been shy sometimes, but there is, there is, there's no sense to be shy. Even mm-hmm. when you're training elite athletes and pro athletes, you cannot be shy because you are the leader in that moment. So mm-hmm. you need to build trust in them, being confident, even in the way you talk, in the way you move, in what you say. And I guarantee you that if you believe in yourself, if you trust yourself 
and your attitude is has a professional attitude, you earn respect of all athletes, no matter what sports, no matter what age, no matter what, they will respect you. When you've had those moments of being shy, are there any tips or piece of advice you can share for our listeners, especially our listeners who are just, you know, coming into the industry of how you were able to get through that? Yes, I remember uh, the first time uh, Brian was not uh, with me on the field. He had an issue. So I was in that moment, the leader of more than 10 NFL guys mm-hmm. and pro athletes. And as it was being hard, it was a challenge for me to say, okay, now I'm alone, but now it's my turn. And that was not like my moment to shine. And so I repeated in my head uh, Brian's word, so be you, uh, it's more than enough. I repeated in my head my father's word, believe, 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 even when you don't believe. And the athletes shake my hand at the end of the session, say, I want to keep training with you. What you did was awesome. The passion uh, that you gave us, uh, the energy. They loved my energy. So I always keep the energy up. They love it. And now, now I'm training them every day, and they just keep loving it because the energy and the passion I bring in every day, it helped them to be great every day. I love that. I absolutely love that. I have a feeling that you've always had that energy, probably starting from when you were a little girl. Yeah, that's yeah. Can you talk a little bit about the competitive, the horse jumping? Because that's something that we don't get a lot on this podcast. And can you just tell us a little bit about what that was like and that experience? Just because it sounds really cool and different than really a lot of things we talk about here. Uh, yes, uh, I've been riding horses all my life, um, and as a show jumper, so I was doing competition every weekend through all the years like um for example nfl season there is off season there's in season you know there's a time period where they don't have games on my sports i had competitions through all the years so every weekend i was traveling with my horse and i was going to competition and sometimes was not easy because (laughs) in my sports it was me but I had an animal with me Uh, you know so it it was not easy and sometimes I lost sometimes I won but that has been for me my biggest lessons in life to never give up and to keep loving what you do oh I love that that's awesome Uh, I used to love horses when I was a kid so when you said that it just really jumped out at me so g- going back over the last couple of years and, and really mo- through your adult career as you were training athletes, whether it had been in Italy or perhaps it was here, have you ever received any criticisms or anything that was a little bit hard to hear but that made you better at your job? Yes. The, um, the main criticism that I had during my first um, ex- working experience, especially as a young female coach, has been, you're too quick, you're too fast, you're rushing the process. But I was not quick, that was my speed. that was my speed I was doing I was working hard every day putting all my effort all my passion all my energy and so I was earning several responsibilities earlier Mm -hmm. and so everybody was trying to put bricks on me 
you're too fast, you're rushing, you will go burnout. I say, no, <laughs> no. And I remember even my mentors, you cannot go in the States. I remember one of the coach told me, you can never work in the States. No way with documents. I say, maybe no, maybe yes, but I will try. I will try. And I did it. So it's always the really believe in yourself that has been my game changer. And even sometimes, you know, uh, even for being on another country, now working uh, in the States, um, language is different. So sometimes mm -hmm. I don't understand the language. Uh, and so there's been some times I feel like uncomfortable, but keeping always a good position, be a profession and being calm is always you know, it's all good, and I went through these times. That's an, that's an interesting point, because you haven't been in the States all that long, and so you are still learning, of course, the language, the culture, all of the things. Does it ever get overwhelming, or are you always kind of able to center yourself and just focus on the task ahead? Um, no, I've been like, yeah, I've been always focused on the task ahead. And uh, even when I don't un understand something, I'm just honest. I'm just mm -hmm. keep being me. Like, I understand. Can you repeat? Or if I miss something, I'm always like, you know, uh, mistakes mis makes me better. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. that, is, that is true. Is there a mistake that you've made at all kind of in your career that you think has made you better? There's been a lot of mistakes, <laughs> a lot of mistakes. Uh, and But if from them, I've learned. Um, I remember one of the main mistakes um, is, uh, let me think on, on a good one. Um, one of the make mistakes... Sometimes it's a hard question. It is. It's definitely, it is a hard question. It's for sure a hard question. Uh, and, and you may not have one specific one that comes out, but I think the, the ultimate theme of mistakes are what make us better. That is where we learn. Yeah. And it sounds sometimes very cliche, but it's also very true. Yeah, sometimes even like uh, on the field, uh, even get like, uh, you know, sometimes we don't want to, as a female, we don't want a lack of confidence, of confidence but too, sometimes it seems like too much, you know? You want to do so much, then it, then it feels so much. So that like the line, uh, that balance of be shy lack of confidence and uh know who you are and what you want to do is what's like hard for me so sometimes it was hard to to me to not be shy you know and sometimes I feel like even when I wanted to prove athletes that I was like confident with my sales it was like I was screaming you know so <laughs> the balance of knowing where you are and what you're doing has been where I like did a lot of mistakes uh on the professional side uh but experiencing them day by day kept me better 
You mentioned the combine. Were you at the combine in Indianapolis? No, I was not a combine. Uh, Brian McCall, so the sports performance director of Sports Academy was there, and Jordan Brown. As is the sport performance uh, coach here at Sports Academy. They went there and I was here running the off-season program. So uh, I was running here at the facility in Frisco, the off-season program, because we had two programs going at the same time. That's fantastic. Well, this is cool. I would love, if you're open to it, if you could share with us what a day in your life looks like, really from the time you get up, go to work, go to bed. I'd love to just kind of hear what that's like. And then if you're also able to share a little bit with us, maybe like one of your favorite drills that you put your athletes through. So my, so my day starts pretty early. And um, the first time of my day, I get always time for myself. So uh, I'm really close to God. So I read the Bible every morning and um, pray every morning so I can get the strength and the confidence I need for the day. Uh, and then as soon as I'm done, I go in the gym around 5.30, 6 a.m. And the first thing that I do during my day, it's my workout. And my workout, it's all always uh, the athletes program. So what the programs that are running the athletes room during the day will be my workout in the morning. So okay. I can practice uh, demos and be good on demos when I coach them. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I start actually now my schedule starts uh, around 730 with some NBA private session. And then I go into the NFL off season uh, or combine depends on uh, on 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 the program, uh, and so I start coaching until lunch. I have a little break, get time for me, time for rest. Uh, usually um, before lunch, I my routine is to do cold tub, so cold hot tub contrast so to get my joints uh, and self care of my body I have lunch and then in the evening um, in the afternoon I coach youth athletes uh, and high school uh, programs so mm-hmm. I work I have the main um, main responsibility with youth here in the evening and usually I'm done coaching around 7 p.m sometimes even 8 p.m and finally my day's over so I have a really big dinner <laughs> relax <laughs> and finish maybe take take some time for me go to bed and day after it's all over again <laughs> so basically I coach all day <laughs> right now I mean it sounds it sounds like it what is your favorite drill to put them through uh, I love working with them on speed. So, okay. uh, and all it's, it's really when we, were, we talk about speed, acceleration, max velocity. So everything that's about speed, I love it. And then when you talk about your breakfast and you said you have a big dinner, I, this is just something I would love to know because I have such interest in like fitness and nutrition, and all of that. What does your breakfast consist of? And what does your dinner usually consist of? Uh, I love pancakes for oh, for breakfast yes. <laughs> I love and uh, I'm a coffee lover so uh, coffee is the first thing in the morning and then dinner I usually have always a, uh, proteins mm-hmm. that it can be fish meat chicken and I like 
um, acid carbs rice. So I'll have ribs, uh, rice, protein, and then if, um, some oil for get some fat in. So always getting my meals, all three um, macros, protein, carbs, and fat. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, Ursula, this is really, this has been a lot of fun. Um, we're about to hit one of my favorite parts of the podcast, which is five fun facts. And uh, my listeners know what I'm about to say, but this is something that I actually started with the 49ers players because I'm a, actually an NFL reporter and I cover the 49ers. And this is something I started with them and they, we do it on video and they share things about themselves that you know people would not otherwise know. But on this podcast, we ask everybody the same five questions and it's great because we get such different answers. So if you're ready, we'll do five fun facts with Ursula Heiner. Yeah, sure. All right. Your favorite moment in sports? Uh, on my personal career, uh, when I won uh, a championship with my horse has been my favorite uh, moment ever. That's amazing. When did yeah. that happen? Uh, it happened. I was 15 years old. Yeah. Okay. So, pretty, maybe, I don't know, nine years ago. Yeah, I'm 24. <laughs> and That's I will amazing. always remember it. Yeah. Do you ever get much time now to, to ride horses or anything like that? Try I try to. I train the weekends. Mm-hmm. I train the weekends. Uh, yeah, but I always run horses when I have the chance. Well, that's awesome. That's so fun. What is, I mean, you've kind of uh, touched on this earlier, maybe even told us earlier, but what would you consider your life motto, your words that you live by? I didn't hear you. Can you repeat the question? Absolutely. What would you consider your life motto, your words that you live by? Oh, strong is beautiful. So this is my life motto. Yeah. And what is your favorite workout to do for yourself? Working on speed, acceleration. So that's for them and for you. Yes. (laughs) Love it. You mentioned that you love coffee. What is your favorite coffee order? Italian coffee, espresso for life. <laughs> espresso is is absolutely wonderful. How many cups of coffee do you think you you drink a day? You have a long day. Ah, uh, hard question. I don't know. <laughs> From tomorrow, I will count them. <laughs> I have an espresso machine here at a sports academy, so I'm making coffee <laughs> for everyone. I love it. I absolutely love it. And then. Last but not least, and you you did mention this earlier, so this may be your book, but a book every woman should read. For sure, um, Kobe Bryant book, The Mama Mentality, How I Play. I read it every morning. (laughs) And I have a second one. It's called Conscious Coaching of Red Bartholomew. That is one of my favorite. Fantastic. Ursula, I've loved, loved talking to you today. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much. Now, can you let everybody know where they can find you on social media? Yeah, uh, I'm on Instagram, uh, Ursula.Heiner. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook. Fantastic. You guys, if you like what you heard, and I know that you did, please leave us a five-star rating and a very positive, wonderful review. You can follow me on Instagram at Tracy Sandler. You can follow us at Fangirl Sports Network. We are brought to you by Bet Online, and with that, I will talk to everybody next time. Bye, all.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.